Welcome back to another recording on the art and science of femininity. And and I wanted to begin this episode by sharing a story that I've heard before. And it goes like this. There were two lines in front of heaven. One line stood for men who ruled and led their households. And the other line stood for women that ruled and led their households. As you can guess, the line for women was so long you couldn't see the end. But the line for men only had one man in it. And so, curious, the person who's viewing this situation went up to the man immediately and swiftly asked him, Sir, how did you do it? All these other women, they led their households, they ruled them, but you, you're the only man in this line that did the same. How did you do it? And he said, I don't know. My wife told me to stand here. (laughs) And that's the end of that story. Today, we're going to talk about how women are special. Greetings, this is Olive, the Feminine Princess on the Art and Science of Femininity, sharing with you the treasures, riches, and secrets of feminine creativity and knowledge for women who follow Christ. There's a lot of ways that women are special. As I was doing some research for this episode, I was reminded of my genetic education a long time ago that men were created with an X and a Y chromosome and women were created with two X chromosomes. I discovered that within these chromosomes, the X carries about a thousand genes, but the Y only 45. So as it stands, women have more genetic coding (laughs) in their bodies than men. This genetic coding actually is information within the cell. It tells the cell what to do based on a set of instructions inside of it. On a general level, everyone has a unique set, like a fingerprint of 23 pairs of chromosomes, all with their own genes, all within each cell of genetic coding or instruction. So comparing men and women in light of this, women have more instructions going on inside of their bodies than men. That might make sense to some of you. (laughs) It might explain many things, but I've also discovered something else that's even more interesting than that. Within a man, in his genetic structure, 99.9% of their gnomes are identical, only differing from other men by 0.1%. That means all the differences we see in men today, those differences are created by genes of only 0.1% difference in variation among them. 
All of them carry 99.9% .9 similarities. So it may be safe to say in this level that all men are alike. <laughs> but of course, I don't believe that. I believe that there are some many uniqueness and differences and distinctions between men, but it's interesting on a genetic level that it's only 0.1% that carries their difference. As for women, I found out another explosive scientific discovery as of late. Previously, it was understood that their two X chromosomes had one active one and one inactive one. Well, they've discovered recently that the inactive one isn't quite as inactive as they thought. It had a lot of active genetic activity, if you will, within it. So women's two X genes have both dominance, activity, and movement. And that might account for a woman's shift in mood swings and attitudes and behavior. But we're not going to explore that just yet. I find it also interesting to note that scientists today can no longer ignore that everyone's DNA on the planet currently can all be traced back to an original Eve and an original Adam, which surprisingly and amazingly is what they're calling them. They have found the origin of this woman and man to be somewhere in Northeast or Southeast Africa from which all of us have descended. That's very interesting to me. Our DNA all contains four different chemicals at varying levels of coding. Each of those chemicals are represented by A, T, G, and C. All of these letters that represent chemicals are instructing the behavior of your cells. Each cell, if put together within your body, will dictate three billion letters. Think about that for a moment. Inside of you, there are three billion combinations of these letters, A, T, G, and C, instructing you in your behavior, in your thoughts, in your speech, in your makeup. What if you could go inside subconsciously or consciously and alter your DNA without surgery to have the best behavior and the best thoughts and the best actions and the best makeup of your body, your mind, your soul and spirit. And I believe that it's possible that we can do that today with all of the technology and techniques that the Lord has allowed man to reveal over these centuries, I think it's possible. Looking at Genesis 1.27, this shows clearly our difference from men and how we are so special. We have even more instructions to work within ourselves.
Another way that we're special is an angel was sent to one of us and chosen as a vessel of the Lord to birth our Savior. A man wasn't chosen, but only a woman. Only a woman could hold and nurture and create with the Lord as a co-creator, our Savior. That makes us really special because the Lord chooses a woman to approach and to co-author, if you will, the hugest plan for good news for man. That's fascinating that he didn't even tell Joseph first. You know, they speak about being the man, the head of the household, and he has to make decisions and all things are final, etc., etc. But yet, God didn't even ask Joseph for his opinion. He went straight to the woman, besieged her, asked her, requested of her, and she accepted. And Joseph was towed afterward. That is very insightful how women are viewed and perceived by the Lord. Another way we are special, we were the first group of the sexes that Jesus decided to reveal himself to after his death. Think about it. He didn't go to his disciples. He went to women, women that were close to him, women that loved him, women that knew him, women that were intimately involved with him. He went to them first, the softest creature, not the hardest ones, not the ones who followed him closely for three years and saw the miracles firsthand. But he went to women the kind, nurturing, sweet spirit and soul. That makes me feel very, very cherished and treasured. When you explore further into the story, you realize that Jesus did what no other man had currently accomplished. I mean, the only two men in the Old Testament that I can recall that was temporarily risen from the dead was Samuel and that was only because he was conjured up by Saul and the boy that Elijah raised after he laid on him and breathed a few breaths upon him. In both instances, those men were raised with help of other living beings. Jesus rose without the help of a living being, but of course the help of the Father, which is life and spirit and breath, but did not need help on this realm, on this side, in the earth to be risen. That is amazing and should be written in the world's book of records. <laughs> the last way that I see women are special is that we are built and made to be receivers. Our body structure, our aptitude, our mindset, 
We were made to be receivers. We're very impressionable and we can hold gifts well, spiritual as well as physical. And so these four things are distinctive from men. I hope that women, you understand you are very, very treasured within the Lord, cherished by him and perceived as special because of this. Today's program was sponsored by Olive Swan. You can visit her at oliveswan.pink, browse her store, Pink Peach and Cream, and request a consultation or workshop in your local area. Subscribe to her blog at thefeminineprincess.com, watch her YouTube videos, and find the podcast notes at theartandscienceoffemininity.com.